0: Friday it's Business Eye, yes, here at Dublin South FM. But before we begin the show, there's a lot happening in Dunleary next week, and that is the Local Enterprise Week 2023 is being run out of Dunleary. So as a business owner, they are running many events right across the whole county and actually right across the whole country to help small businesses develop their skills and Growing their business in the future as well. So that's Local Enterprise Week, and you can find that at Leo in Dunleary. Today's guest I have Connor O'Connell, and he is the MD from MCS. They are a business management solutions which is helping customers grow their business all about IT software. As Connor once said to me, Joe, we get our customers to tell the truth. Connor, welcome to the show.
1: Good day. good afternoon, Joe. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Yes, Connor. You're a little nervous sometimes when you but we're relaxed. We're all family here as the engineers are giving us a wave. We're all we're all family here at Dublin South FN. Connor, it's an interesting company that you have at MCS. It's been going since nineteen seventy nine. You got involved in it um probably in about maybe twenty three years ago or so, would it be? Uh,
1: well, just to update you, there, Joe, uh, it was 1972 the company was formed, okay, and I joined the company in 1994. So, in twenty twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty eight years. Yeah.
0: 1972. I was still in nappies. It's amazing. So it? was I. No, was, yes,
1: I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one. Yes. And as
0: my wife would say, she'll soon be in nappies as well.
1: <laughs> I won't go. I will I won't answer that, that question. <laughs>
0: Why did you get involved in the company? You were, you know, out of college, you loved programming.
1: I suppose I graduated from uh, college in 1994 from an IT software development degree from University of Limerick. And it was the hardware side of my degree that I was more interested in than the software development. So MCS had an opening for an engineer on the road, going to site to site, looking after companies' networks, their PC problems, their printer problems. And I really enjoyed that. What I really enjoyed about that was interacting with the customers. There was some great customers out there. And um, to this day, there is still big customers. They are still customers of ours. Then after a few years, I got into the software development in MCS. And at the time, we were developing COBOL applications. And to this day, we still have some of those COBOL applications running.
0: My God. That's a long, long time it ago. Is. As well. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then over the time, we've re- transformed what we've developed in. So we're now all .net, ASPX, PHP, SQL, all new new technology. Yes, we put an application. In somebody was a mobile app, so it's evolved it the whole is thing. It's evolving now. on it. Are the original founders still alive? The original founders are still alive. One is ninety four. One is eighty four. And then there's another one who bought seventy four, like yeah, um, but they're still alive, um, but they're not working in the company anymore. Ne-
0: never check in or anything. They they rode off into the sunset with a big paycheck. Or I know <laughs> they, they
1: they they contact now and again, especially on Christmas when they're getting their Christmas present. Like yes, oh
0: yes, very important,
1: <laughs> very important.
0: But management systems, you know, they are evolving as we move quicker along, and things are getting faster and faster all the time as well. So, you know. Is it important, like, for a company to have a management system or, you know, should they, a lot of them still use pen and paper like mm-hmm. I'm scribbling here?
1: Yeah, I suppose, look, I mean, software has evolving since the 27 years I have been even in MCS. Back then, like, the applications were developed in uh, DOS applications. There was no, nobody wanted to know what the data was, okay? It does, it put input. you input the information, you output what you wanted and job done. But now people want the answers quicker. Okay? The answers have to be available on the spot. Okay, There's no such thing as waiting. If somebody's waiting for five minutes for an answer now, they're gone, that's too slow. Like, okay, They want answers now. They want to see their information available at the touch of a button. But is that
0: just life? Because everybody now wants instant gratification, you know, with Facebook and Twitter, they're looking for it. Has that sort of trickled into business that people have got impatient for trying to get the information?
1: Oh, very much so, like yeah. Is but, it? But, so before, like you, if you were developing an application, you might say, "Look, it, you might have that in three or four months' time." They go, oh no, like we, we want it as quick as possible. Like you know, it has to be delivered to us it, and tested yeah. and implemented very quickly. Like okay, so people have become impatient, but it's just that IT has revolved evolved that we are giving solutions quicker to companies. And, and the managers and the, the strategic managers, they want to make a decision based on their live data that they have now, that it is accurate, and they, they want to make the decision now.
0: Like, I'm thinking, the word that's popping up, have some people got lazy? Mm-hmm. You know, that they're, they're expecting, you know, all this stuff to land right on, the, on their doorstep without thinking at the process of what the work that goes behind it to get it there.
1: Uh, very very much so. Yeah, even when you're putting a proposal together for somebody, you really have to outline the steps involved. Yeah. Because all they see at the end is the final product and they go, oh, that was, that was easy. But they don't realize the work and the effort that goes in behind developing all these solutions. The thought process that has to go behind it, the training, the testing, the implementation, there's a lot goes on, on behind the scene that they don't see.
0: Spinning plates,
1: spinning plates. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, customer business management systems. Like, what are they? Are they, you know, for for companies out there in the manufacturing? Like, are they? Is it the the blood running through the veins of an organisation that keeps them ticking over? Is it the? Is it the tool that allows? management to oversee what's going on within an organization so they can make better decisions like what is a management system
1: management system is a tool that runs every organization okay you can have many tools in many in you can have many tools in an organization but those tools are not talking to each other or they're not communicating so you're in the up with data in data a thing called data silos okay so People might have just taken a simple example; is they might have an Excel spreadsheet to do their reporting or whatever. Okay, but the only person that has access to that information is the person that does the Excel spreadsheet themselves. Like okay, but the manager wants the information as well. Okay, so you have to try and share that information. Okay, whereas a management systems will come along and you enter the information onto a management system, which would be like a it could be an ERP solution. Um, the ERP solution or whatever accounts products that you use at the moment. but then you can add tools onto that to make the data more shareable to everybody else in the organization. So it is a case of looking at what you have, seeing what we can do to make it more automated, to get the data more accurate within the system, train up the users as to how to use the system properly, change your processes, make them try and make them as many processes as automatic as, as automated as possible. So then all your data then comes into one big data warehouse. And so within this data warehouse, then you can then create dashboards. You can visualize what's going on in all your different departments. So then you can then make business decisions based on what trends you're seeing going on within your dashboard. And don't forget, we we'll say a dashboard is live, okay? So you're constantly in the, the information that you're seeing is just after happening. Whereas when you get a report... The report might be two or three days old. and it's, it's no good anymore, like, okay? It's yeah, you need data. to
0: be accurate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's but accurate in real time.
0: You made some, You made a statement there, which sort of hit me. You know, people that create spreadsheets, they're the ones that really know the information that's in it. And if they hand it to someone else, that other person might know what they're looking at. Because when you're developing, you're developing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, there's the sheet, look at that. And people go, well, hang on, I might as well be looking into a black hole here. I don't know what it is. And if you have, if you have then multiple spreadsheets and different people developing them, does it get a bit confusing and a bit
1: lost? Yeah, what happens there is, I think, is people misinterpret the rules of the organization or the, interpret the rules of their data incorrectly, OK? So... Some people will be filing filing their information against um, expenses, whether it might be entertainment or whatever. So dif- different people in the do- organization have now got a different interpretation of the way the data should be stored. But then if you come back and we'll say, we do a business review of all your data that you have and all the, exp- all the uh, uh, tools that you use within your organization, we didn't redefine these rules, so it's called reverse engineering. Okay? So we reverse, reverse engineer all your processes and say, now, these are the new processes, and this is the way the information should be entered, this is the way it should be, go through your system, and now we can get very accurate reports. for Everybody across the organisation is working at the same thing. But if you've got multiple spreadsheets going on, people will continue on doing what they think is right, but it could be wrong.
0: And the aper- person in the accounts department, is only as good as the information that they're getting as well. Totally, yeah. Which then could have an issue with KPIs. Would that be?
1: Oh yeah, because the data is inaccurate. Okay, yeah. so so if you have inaccurate data, like you're, you think you have the right, you think you have the right figure, but in reality you mightn't have it. So yeah,
0: because you know, like a, a good friend of mine, he's the KPI king. He's he's wrote a book on KPIs, and you know, it's sold over five million copies. And I've said to him, like, you know, everyone talks about KPIs, do but do people actually know what they are?
1: It's a very good point, yeah. <laughs> I do think he at the nowadays KPI is becoming a, a normal term. Yeah. Where five years ago, well just for anybody who doesn't know, it's key 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 performance indicators. Yeah. Okay. So these are uh looking at Things that are critical within your organization. So if something goes wrong with them, the KPI should flash up straight away to say that there's something wrong here. You need to act you need to act on this. But you can have many KPIs within a, a company, within a department, so every KPI is different.
0: The one thing I I I understand the KPI of it doesn't give you an answer. It actually gets you to ask a question. Yes. Yeah.
1: And that's what you do with dashboards. You're constantly asking questions. Okay? Traditionally, when you had your reports, the reports prompted you with questions. okay, And you answered those questions and you delivered your reports. Okay? And you go, oh, that's a lovely report. But then you might go, oh, can I investigate that figure a bit further? Okay,
0: So you're saying drilling down into it.
1: Constantly drilling down. Yeah. Okay? and like it becomes very addictive when you start off, okay, because you have started, you're constantly going, I want more information on that, I want more on that, more on that. But then when you have it all a- accurate and you're happy with everything, you just look at it in the morning and go, that, That's my KPIs, that's all I need for the day.
0: Yeah, so it, like dashboards, and especially if a dashboard is live and it's, you know, as, and I mean in real time, that, you know, you, and you say, and you see something, you go, Okay, let me drill into that department. So, is it drilling into like the warehouse? Is it drilling into the sales department? Is it drilling into the accounts? Is it drilling? Like, can you drill in to every department and every person in that department as well to see what they're doing?
1: Again, this is where you come along with your different tools, okay? At the moment, have a lot of organizations that have data in spreadsheets, they have data in legacy systems, okay? So we'd we'd come in and we'd look at, okay, how can we get the data from the legacy system and from the spreadsheets into your accounts? Okay, so we can now link the dashboard into all the different systems. okay So if you now have got... um, Credit control would be a very good one now where a lot of people use Excel spreadsheets in order to do their credit control. okay So ideally what you should be doing is having the credit control um, module on a dashboard. So on the dashboard, now you can see How many p? how how much, what do my company, sorry, what do my customers owe me from three months ago? What invoices from three months ago are still outstanding? So when you click on the three, uh, what month do we, March? So if you click on December invoices and see these these are outstanding, the system will just show you just straight, straight away like these invoices are outstanding, okay? So that means you have to act on why these invoices have not been paid, okay? So that way you'll tidy up your credit control very quickly, but also... Whatever the person in credit control is putting into the system, the managing director or the financial controller can see straight away that they've rang those customers so they'll, they'll see an audit trade of what's going on. Can they eliminate fraud?
0: Well, you know, just, you know what I mean? Like on the floor, you know, things. Accidental yeah. fraud. Is that the right yeah. word?
1: Well, I we would we would have systems put into uh, companies that would be trade counters, okay? They yeah. sell that sell goods to the customer over the counter, and it would be amazing how many people would underprice products.
0: That's what I was saying. So discounting. So you know, is it a case of someone says, ah, oh, look, this is the price." Well, that's the best price, and it's a limit on that they can't go any further. So it could limit. It's, it could stop giveaways.
1: You stop giveaways and also make sure that every product is sold over a certain margin. So you're always, okay, look, sometimes you might try and give a discount, but you can't go below a certain level.
0: So could you then, a picking list in the parts department or the stock department, that you could actually then pick, you know, a picking box or a picking list and, and just audit that a random, so shelf five from A to B, and then just do that really quickly and see what your stock is a lot quicker than that end-of-year stock where you stock take everything.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, with the ERP solution, you can stock take at any time. So you're constantly stock taking. So especially on quick-moving products, you do a stock take nearly once a month. But you can just do a stock take on that products on the products that you feel are moving quite quickly, yeah. and make sure that there is no theft going on. You and can, what's
0: that system called again? It's called Intact IQ. Intact IQ. Sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. And... So look, I'm, I'm fascinated about it as well, because look, we're all in business. We're all trying to watch the bottom line. We're trying to, you know, just you're managing staff and you're managing, you know, goods coming in and out. And there's a lot of like spinning plates, as we said earlier on. Has new technology like AI is coming on board now as well. But is a technology that our mobile technology that is helping the staff make their life easier as well
1: yeah so within the ERP solution like there's mobile technology available on it okay? as you mentioned there about the stock take the stock take is all done on mobile devices okay? so they're just going on scanning the items putting yeah. in the number and it's back into the head of the central system straight away like there's no waiting for a delay once you press submit it's gone in okay? mm. the other thing then I suppose that goes on is sales guys on the road having to know is their stock available what's the prices So from their mobile app, they can see what stock levels are of each item, is the availability and what's the prices. Yeah. And the other one that's been very successful is um, delivery drivers. When the delivery drivers are dropping their their goods at site, before they get a signature or they might not even get a signature, the docket would be left in the van. But now with the mobile phone, they they have to get a signature before they leave and the signature straight away appears in the system in the centralized system Instance, instantly, like so. If the person, the customer comes along complaining that we never received the goods, we have their signature. Yeah, so.
0: watch on Instagram videos of people getting the goods delivered, and the next door neighbour coming along and robbing them. Cheeky. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know our our, our delivery man taking yeah. them to in the states. It's quite amusing, Anna.
1: And the other part now is, but is that we now plan uh, we can plan the journeys. I okay? guess so when the guys are doing deliveries. You stock the van up, depending on the distance. Obviously, the closest ones are at the back door and the furthest are at the inside. So you can do planning your journey planning within the whole software as well. And then that that list of jobs goes to the, the delivery guys.
0: Time, because that's the real thing with deliveries as well, isn't it? It's Always time, time, yeah. And you can yeah. trace
1: where your parcel is going, what time is it delivered, and when you expect the time of delivery.
0: How are manufacturers at the moment? How are they, you know, how is business for them? You know, are they... Are they seeing that you know that they have to work harder for clients now, and is systems and you know management systems helping them achieve that?
1: Yeah, so we've we've put in the uh, ERP into uh, numerous companies, and one particular out kind of comes to mind has they've after opening their their third shop last week again. Okay? So I said, without the Intact IQ, they wouldn't have been able to do that. I okay? they're they're seeing everything that's going on within their organisation. The software before was hindering their progress. They, they found everything was very manual, but now all their processes are all automatic. They have all the all the sales guys are on mobile devices, deliveries on mobile devices, and they said the amount of time they've saved by not doing things manually, they, just, they wouldn't believe themselves at the beginning. What are legacy systems? Legacy systems come in many different forms, and some of them are forty years old. So legacy systems are. Look within every department, with every organization, you have a piece of software that's running within the organization, and it has never been updated, or it can't be moved because it's on old equipment. But it does its function. Like I mean, we're not saying throw it out, like okay, but it might be a case of let's look at can we see can we see can we do something else with it, okay, or can we find a solution within the ERP solution to do the functionality that that legacy software is doing. With the Intact IQ, it's very flexible in, in meeting customers' requirements, but it also is, allows us to develop on that platform. Okay? So if we can look at the legacy systems um, and see can we redevelop that system within Intact IQ, it'd be the best way of going. So therefore, you don't have to worry about that legacy system anymore. You can move your business on because you now can get the latest technology because it's all on the new platform. So legacy systems can hold you back, but it also has its function. Like I'm not saying that it's it's not working; it just might be a new way of looking at doing things. And it's
0: doing a job, but might be doing the job to its best abilities. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: and there's also a familiarity; people are familiar with the product. So people don't like change either. So change is another factor that comes into it.
0: So if you're looking at, say, looking at business as well, and you're looking at, say, someone has a legacy system, they can go, okay, well, it's doing this. But they could be missing out on so much because legacy systems as well are mainly servers, and a lot of stuff has gone cloud as well. So you can have a choice of both. But, you know, is it a case of my mobile phone? And if my mobile phone was a legacy phone, which it nearly is because it's an Apple 5, it's starting to even, I can't even get certain stuff on this at the moment. So it's doing the job. But I know, looking at my daughter, she just got a a Samsung new Galaxy. Quality of the camera, different apps, faster processing Mm -hmm. as well. And I'm kind of going, if that's my phone and I have a legacy system in which I'm trying to make a company, to, my company, to be more profitable, and I am trying to, you know, execute things on a faster, um, in a faster way because this is what clients want. It's, it's actually could be holding you back, though.
1: Oh, it, 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 sorry, excuse me, it is holding you back? Um, it is because you can't, you can grow, you can grow, but this you always have to be mindful of this legacy system. Okay, this legacy system has to keep going. It's interesting you said about the. Um, the app, the, the phone, okay? So, when the phones came out first, they were just a phone. Still, continued on to do all your activities on your computer. Um, so, I mean, you carried a clock with you. You carried your camera with you. I mean, you carried many devices with you in order to get through the day. Like. Yeah. But now, if you don't have your phone, you're lost. I mean, you don't have the time. You don't have a camera. You don't have your maps.
0: You so, can't do your
1: banking. You can't do your banking. You so... All of that was all different silos of information before, yeah. and then now all come onto one platform, okay? But that's the same with legacy systems, that they are all individual, they're in their department, but not coming into the whole function, the whole operation, sorry, into the whole management software operations. So what you could do is we look at legacy systems and say, right, see, can we, if you're getting information out of it, can we automate the process? Can we automate the data coming out from it? and bring it into the ERP solution. Okay, We're not saying get rid of the legacy system, it's just seek we enhance it, to get the information, Seek we automate it more, because more than likely people are coming along and they're extracting the data from the legacy system. They're then taking it into Excel, they're manipulating the data, and it's open to human errors. So ideally... Is that we can automate the importing of the data from the legacy system into you the. You yeah. need to pull
0: it across. Yeah. You need to pull it across. What uh, is a legacy system? Is it something that's three year old? Is it something that's five year old? Ten year old?
1: Uh, even more, more than 10 years, I'd say. Like, more, one, yeah. more than 10 years. Yeah, Would be. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and if then that people have them, like, I don't know, a computer, like if I did, like, do we have even computers which are five, six year old? I think people get their computers changed every. Five six years because they start to slow down. You know, people change their mobile phones every year or two years. So if you if you're relying on a legacy system to get your business sorted, you really need to have a look at it, though, wouldn't you?
1: You do have to look at it, like yeah, yeah. Because it's like, at the time we have developing it. Yes, it was the ideal solution for you. Like okay, and. It might be the ideal solution for you at the time, okay, but things have changed. Okay, even de- redeveloping it would be cheaper uh, and be mo- even more cost effective, but it would also bring you into more modern technology. So, leaving the legacy system and start to just leave it there—it's not really an ideal solution. You really should be it's, looking
0: at. Yeah, it's doing the job, but you know, uh, it's like if you you're driving an old banger of a car, it gets you from A to B. But if you get something new, it gets you there quicker, better fuel, more comfort, that sort of.
1: Yeah, and it'll be less cost effective as cost effective as well, because to maintain a legacy system, you are looking for, like me, as I said there at the beginning, we've got Cobol applications. Okay, and companies are still running them. Yes, I'd like to get them off the applications, but they're not changing. But for to get a Cobol developer now, it's you're hard, they're hard found. Like, and that increases the cost of running it.
0: Like you're looking at, you know, wholesalers, sales departments, trade counters. You know, they might see this as a cost, but it's not. It's actually an investment because it actually can speed up stuff that they need, create better customer service as well, and at the end, make their company more profitable.
1: Totally. Yeah. yeah. So um, you mentioned wholesalers are uh, so. We we'll take um, the customer we converted to Intact IQ, and they had eight legacy systems running. And they have converted everything onto one platform now. So they have 10 branches around the the country. But once a sale is done down on one of the branches down in Cork, the managing director and head office can see that sale straight away. And if that person tries to sell the good below cost, a flag is worth. They're not allowed to sell the good. So it's monitoring all of that.
0: It's monitoring that as well. yeah. Yeah, so it's
1: monitoring everything.
0: What about the training? What's the, you know, people don't like change. Mm. People like to run a mile when they feel that there's change coming, and it's it's not that they feel like sometimes they feel that it's okay. I'm going to be caught out, or oh, I'm not. You know, I'm doubting myself being able to find new key strokes. You know how how is training evolving as well within um, within the organisations that you're working with?
1: Well, before we start any application now or developing any solution. We'd always insist on training. If you're not going to train, it's not we're, point. We're, not, we're not doing this project, yeah. okay? Because training is critical, okay? First of all, you've given a reward to your staff. Look, I'm giving you attention here. Like, okay, I'm going to do something for you that's making your life easier. Yeah. If you make your, their life easier, they're more motivated to do more, more work, okay? Yeah,
0: it's a good approach, actually, instead of saying, we're training this new system. If you don't like it, we're going to kill you. Yeah. Instead of saying, look, this is to help you with your job.
1: Yeah, but also, I would say, when we're doing the implementation and the installation, we're constantly talking to the staff that are going to be using the software, what way they want to see it running, okay? So, when it comes to training, it's no problem, because they now know exactly what they're, they've been part of the solution, they're delighted to be part of the solution, and therefore, they're just happier, happier employees.
0: Empowerment.
1: Empowerment, yeah.
0: Yeah. You, who's your clients? Who would who be your clients?
1: Our clients, they're quite varied, I suppose we have about 150 clients, so they'd range from the uh, Dublin Providers would be a, uh, a big one, um, the Irish Examiner, we have have a lot of work with a lot of the newspapers actually, yeah. um, a lot of DIY shops, Doris Distribution and Barefoot, they would be two big, big, ones, big well. ones, wholesalers in Dublin. And then with customers all over the country, we'd run after the port the automobile association the i f a the marathon so yeah so we've a very range a great range so, of stuff.
0: so you've a great range so which obviously then offers you know your experience in all these different organizations and they all function differently so like I don't want to get the word bespoke because that can that can cause if any company a headache if you have 150 companies and it's all bespoke. But I'm sure you, the system allows you to tailor make it that suits the needs and the wants of every organization as well.
1: Right? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, bespoke. Yeah, look, every company is different. Every company, if you have two wholesalers selling the same product, they're going to do things differently. Okay. Yeah. So you have to be able to adapt the software to meet their needs, and that's where you suppose the word bespoke might come in there. So. Intact IQ is flexible; that you can change the the screen layouts, you can change add in, add, in, add in additional functionality within the within the software. So you're not limited to the restriction to the the out of the box functionality of Intact IQ. You can um, you can change it. So then, part of the whole process then, I suppose, is meeting the customers, getting what their requirements are. So we start off with a business review process. Okay, please tell us what your business is what you want from us and then the solution might be very depending on what what the customer is looking for sometimes it could be an intact IQ sometimes it might be a development solution it might be say 50 so everybody's custom, everybody's needs are different
0: I do yeah well that's true it's like like in a family isn't it (laughs) you mentioned to me source of truth what 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 is that what is source of truth
1: Source the truth, okay. Look, every organisation should be working off the one set of data, okay. So the one set of data that it's accurate, and it's in real time. But the one source of truth is all the data from all your different systems, all your legacy systems, your uh, bespoke solutions, your Excel spreadsheets, should all be feeding into one central location. So from that central location, you can make business decisions they're not accurate data. But also it's that everybody... Is now looking at the same data, and they're making they're looking at the same data, and they can f- collaborate together to make better to, business decisions. Yeah. And even working on projects like this, this is what happened in the last time. But looking at trends,
0: mm, yeah, speeding up the process really isn't it? Lynn?
1: speeding up the process, speeding up the process, yeah, and, yeah, and um, being able to measure your business better. If you don't have a one source truth,
0: you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, really. That's, you're that's...
1: you're measuring measuring stuff that's not accurate.
0: Yeah, but you could be if you don't have the one source of truth, you could be looking at the wrong data okay. which will give you the wrong decisions, which will send you down the wrong road. That's like that. what yeah. it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then it's with the one source of truth is trying to remove as much manual process as possible. So you're removing humans you're removing human error. I think a lot of people does. would like to remove humans. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't do that. now. we can't no. do that. Yeah. No. So it's just trying to remove as much human error as possible, so that one so the data that is entered into the system is accurate. Yeah. And it's accurate, and then you can make make a decision based based on that.
0: What's twenty twenty three looking like within the industry?
1: Well, AI seems to be the the thing now. It's uh the, the thing everybody's talking about. Um, but again, you can talk about AI, but AI is forecasting what's going to happen in the future. But if you don't have your your data in order at the moment, it's going to be impossible to go to AI because you have to have a, found, a solid foundation before you can start looking at AI.
0: Yeah, AI is, you know, it's machine learning and a lot of people... Like you've probably seen it on LinkedIn and you've seen it you know everywhere AI this and AI that and it from from our point of view here is going to go okay it's helping to do everything but it's not helping to people to be authentic in their own conversations so for what we're looking at when people are writing stuff now and they're putting it it's all AI you know you know it still can't be a good conversation and AI won't be able to do that
1: no no no, it, ai might well it's, uh, it might replace people's jobs like but it's 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 a ping, it's a thing coming down the line like that it's yeah, going to be, it's it's, gonna be it's, quite big
0: it's yeah. the big it's the big talk now at the moment but you know i think it's i think it'll help speed things up as well but we'll we'll see in that connor if someone wants to reach out to yourselves where can they get in touch um, how can they find yourselves, your website, your LinkedIn profile? What would that be?
1: But the best place to go is supposed to go to the M s the the website which is mcscomputers.ie, And in there you see all our contact details and all our LinkedIn and Twitter posts are all there. Okay. And you
0: have you're putting content up regularly as well and sharing out information with people. We are, yeah. yeah. So
1: we're we're quite active on that. On yeah. the social media platforms and that.
0: So Nearly 50 years the company's been in business. Well, hopefully, it'll be in business for another 50 years. Maybe your son might take over, huh? <laughs>
1: in 50 years I won't be there.
0: <laughs> yes, well, maybe your son will. Huh? <laughs> it's live on radio now. <laughs> oh no, thanks for coming to Dublin South FM.
1: All right, thank you, Joe.